Yo, yo, it's your man, Jam C. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Shy Money, the big blue fan. It's your boy, Lou Bim. Lordship. Thank you. Lordship. Lordship, the Lordship. Yo, your team sucks. Thank you. But we won today. I know. I saw it. I saw it. Listen, everybody, look at us. We all repping our teams. Clearly, there is no unity on this squad. This is an honor, an honor to kick off a football this week in honor of our teams. We we came out to support any given Sunday, people. Absolutely, absolutely. It is. Is this our first football season together? No, it actually is our second. Second. Also, oh, but we didn't give a fuck about last year. Is that no, what we were we saying? Were, we didn't start the season off. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's our first time kicking off a football season together. I am super excited about it. Me too. Full, I, this season is full of optimism. Everybody have this is where you everybody's have Everybody's got a chance. Hopes and dreams. Everybody's got a chance. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And now, the thing is, we all have the same dream every year. Every, every year. year. Every right? year. <laughs> That's probably the only thing that we will agree about agree about for the next 16, 17 weeks. Probably me at some point, I'm going to, you know, become very hostile because I know my team is going to suck in about three weeks, (laughs) but that's okay. I'm still going to be here with them in spirit. Um, And I will call other people and help them, ask them to help me uh, argue why we are still the best team. Um, All I know is as long as we're better than the Cowboys, I really don't give a fuck about anything else. That's, that's my whole thing is to make JMC cry. So much hate. But do you think sports is... I think sports is very emotional. It is. I have cried. I have cried. I have cried through food. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. I threw my food in the garbage one time. I was so pissed off. Emotional. And I blocked people from calling me um, when they come call to tout me if my team lost. I blocked people and and not answered my phone for like two days. One of my directors, he's a big Giants fan. And when they get to losing, he spits at the TV. God damn. So, <laughs> the TV. Let me let me just tell you this. Like, so one of my jobs that I used to work at, um, one of the directors there, her family is a huge big blue family, so they had season tickets. So periodically, if her family wasn't able to go to the game, she would send an email about, hey, anyone interested? But she would always come to me first and say, Hey, I'm just gonna send the email out, but you know, I got you. And she would actually give me the parking pass. So I'd be right at the gate. And her seats were fantastic. I thought I was a crazy fan. Man, I went to this um, game and I saw a man take a beer bottle and throw it on the 50-yard line. He was so upset because the uh, Giants was losing. And I'm like, well, damn, I threw my food in the garbage and yelled out. But I don't think you're supposed to throw a bottle. I watched this man. He was sitting like two rows in front of me. I was like, yo, he's crazy. Security came up there. I was like, all I know is it came from this area right here. That's nothing. One of the crazy stories. Um, Shout out to my boy, Alan. Um, He went to a game, took his wife. Alan is a diehard Giants fan. Diehard. I like the guy. Now, his wife, however... I forget what team. I'm going to make up a team. I think it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was one of those other teams. They had fans? His wife apparently is a fan. So what happened was they were getting the edge on the Giants. So, of course, she gets up and cheer. When he went, you know, this is how crazy football gets. When she stood up, somebody said, sit the fuck down. That was a Giant fan. So now Allen is like, well, people don't know Allen is a fifth degree black belt. So he stood up and was like, yo. 
Say that again to my wife, and it's gonna be something at the game. And he said, all he said was like five, five guys. He said they all sat down. That's how that's how serious it gets yeah. with these teams. I mean, I think you like, for like for me, like my whole life, my fam, me and my brother have been Giants fans. I know when we were really little, little small children. I think Lou, I was sharing that with you a little earlier. My mom was a San Francisco yes. fan. Yeah. So um, we, we, we kind of like adopted that. But like as we started to be able to pick our own teams, me and my brother Sharif, we are diehard um, Giants fans. And so we always rock that. So um, shout out to my brother who, you know, it's Tom who we got to be locked in on this season together. Um, but people do get really emotional because a lot of times it's something you share with your family, something you share with your yes. friend. Yeah. And so I have a lot of memories of going to Giants games, you know, being in front of the, you know, the TV I remember, um, you know, like a couple years ago, um, I followed a couple like uh, women, uh, ladies who worked in the bars, but they used to host these football Sundays. And I literally used to go almost every Sunday and I had like a little spot. Um, and one of them, she's one of the women that used to do it. She's moved to, te- I think it's Dallas she's moved to. So shout out to her. She used, Anissa, she used to always like keep me plugged in when they were doing things at Central Park. So I, I miss that. And so I, I'm committed to go, being back out there in the swing of things post-COVID in a safe way though. Yeah, absolutely. So look, we ask all our viewers, email us or DM us or whatever some of the craziest things you ever done when your team lost. Wow. This yeah. is going to be good. Yeah. This is going to be good. Send that email to goingvocal at gmail.com. That's G-O-Y-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. Look at You know what it is. Spelling Bee King. We need to hit Spelling Bee King. I, I have a few of them. But Yo, I, I, people really don't get charged up. So we are excited. And also, tell us who your team is. I want to know the diversity in the group of listeners that we have. Let me know, you know, first and foremost, who are the big blue fans? We want to put y'all up first. And, you know, all them other teams, whatever, whoever Who's they stars? are. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Where my stars at? Where you my think stars about, at? like, think about, like, somebody such as myself. I was going to say my brother, but somebody like myself. My team hasn't won in forever, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the slumps, right? And I'm, I'm still holding on. I, I'm waiting for Dan Marino to come back and life will be grand again. And I think about my brother, right? He, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Oh, okay. And for a long time, they were garbage. They were horrible. Shout out to my man. But Mike. now you couldn't even City get them. You couldn't even yeah. get them jerseys away. Now you can't Stay shut up, them up. Baby. You can't shut them up. Yeah, at all. Do you know one time me and Tanisha? Shout out to my homegirl Tanisha, my one of my best friends. We were in Miami one year, and um, we went to a Miami Dolphins game, mm. and they were playing the Jets. So she was like, "We should buy Jets." Um, jerseys. I said, are you fucking kidding me? I had my Giants jersey with me and I literally, I'll show you guys after the show, I had my picture I had my picture in my phone. I wore my Giants jersey. People was like, boo, boo, boo. I was like, whatever. I don't care. But Tanisha flipped the script. She likes the Baltimore Ravens. She went and bought a Miami. I said, you never rep no other team just because nah, you, you and they, they stand. But not for nothing, that Hard Rock Stadium is gorgeous. Very nice. Outdoors, super fucking hot. In November, but it was a beautiful stadium. That's beautiful stadium. I mean, it's not better than, um, you know, MetLife, but I do want to go to the Dallas Stadium. Though. I do want to go there and see it. I do want to go there and be able to see it. Now I feel compelled to find that photograph. Um, but listen, people, we're going to take a little bit of a different spin this week. You know, we always come to y'all with the best topics. But this week, there's been so many things that's been happening in the current events. We want to really try to, like, break some of this stuff down 
and, and talk about a little bit of what's happening and get your views on it. See how you guys feel about it. And make sure also that you're aware of some of the stuff that's happening because it's wild out here in these streets. It's definitely wild out here in these streets. But, um, you know, we're going to take a little spin. But, guys, how was your week? Anything interesting happening that you want to share? Um, oh, yeah. I had to take my daughter, mother, and my daughter out to dinner. You, I mean, why would we start the conversation off by saying you had to? Because the, the, the text message came up, hey, you're taking us to dinner. Okay, oh. great. <laughs> so when you put it like that, it makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Okay. So, um, I want to get in the middle of that. My daughter's a middle schooler. Seventh grade, she's Yay. high. Shout out to the new seventh grader. She's high. And um She's excited. The, the motherfuckers ate a lot of sushi. I tell you that got too much <laughs> on my dime. <laughs> Goddamn daughter mother's ordering some fucking water. I can't even I, just give me regular water. Fuck all that shit. She <laughs> talking about tap water. Right. Tap, tap. Run the sink a little bit. Bring some of that shit. <laughs> Lou said let the sink run a little bit. But uh Did that, you guys have a good time? Yeah, where, yeah, did you, that, where did you guys go? To um, what's called something sushi? I think Rawway sushi, something like that. Okay. Okay. Never heard of it, but yeah, interested, yeah, mildly yeah. interested. It was good. That's the food is really, really good. They make it right there on the spot. Oh, that's good. They have nice. a professional sushi roll. What? They come to your table? No, 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 no. You put the order in, and they make it like right behind the little <laughs> counter and stuff. Look at that. Okay. Go hard for my team. Um, oh, that sounds fun. And I know you mentioned that before that your daughter is a big sushi lover. Yes, good that she's got a palate like that. Yeah. It's good. All my kids eat a bunch of junk. Always have. I had a bunch a productive, of junk. My week was really productive. Um, I got a lot of stuff done around my house. Um, got to get out and eat. I'm working on, I'm working on a new diet that I plan on um, implementing in my life. Me too. Um, eat please, everything I see. Yeah, I, please don't try to... Gen C be trying a, um, to get us to be on board with that stuff and we don't want to. Because I, I'm, I'm trying to... My challenge, and I'm going to challenge um, the, the oh, viewers and wow. listeners too. Look, we got a lower high sugar intake. Like low eye sugar intake. Shit, I, and I, I mean, I be adding I'm coffee not saying, to my sugar. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying no sugar. I'm just saying low it. That's all. But but how you gonna go about doing that? You eat if you. I'm a person. I love chocolate, so I have to eat less chocolate. That's all. That's for me. Listen, I'm 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 not. I don't know. I feel like there's other things I need to focus on on before I can get there. I, you know, I'm a foodie. I love to cook. So, I mean, I don't necessarily cook with a lot of sugar or anything, but I know I'm getting older. I'm a little bit more portly than I used to be. So I think there are some things to do, but I don't know that I would agree to completely eradicating sugar from my I'd diet. Eradicate it. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not easy because sugar's in everything. Then yeah. So, so I, I just said lower. So, and what that means is, like, we, I'm from the hood. So we used to eat, we used to drink Kool-Aid. And we used to mound that shit with Kool-Aid. So, I don't drink Kool-Aid. Well, when or we any were of those kids, kind of we powder, did. So, powder drinks. So, yeah, we did. So, and then sodas, a lot of sodas, um, mm -hmm. things like that. So I just take those things out of my diet. That's all. So I just that that's one. That's probably one of the major ways to lower your sugar intake because sodas and juices, yeah. they're all like 30, 35, 40%. Well, I, I think that um, um, I can... All right, I'll I, I take you up on that challenge. Because last night, Go listen, no, no, here's what, I'm, here's, here's what I'm willing to do. <laughs> so last night, about 10.30, I go to Crumble. You ever heard of Crumble? Yes, I love them. Go to Crumble, 10.30, 
The line is out the fucking door. At 10.30 at night? 10.30 at night. What time do they close? 11? 12. Oh, minute. wow. And I, and I immediately when I get there, and I'm like, I guarantee you everybody in there is high as fuck and got the munchies. Sure enough. You could a, smell it. Sure enough, it was a band of young people <laughs> there. Because I'm like, yo, I'm trying to make an order on the app, and it's not going through. It's good, blah, blah, blah. They's like... You got too much shit in the oven, nigga. Relax. We gotta free Get the in oven line with the base heads. Once we free the oven, then you feel you can order whatever you want. Nonetheless, I never didn't place the order, so uh-huh. I normally get four cookies. So to you get four crumble cookies, motherfucker, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you might want to take yeah. him up on that. Um, yeah. So instead yeah. of getting yeah. four, I'm just get three. <laughs> <laughs> Lower my intake. <laughs> to get I thought he was gonna do something drastic. No, it's small steps. No, I, I agree that I'm gonna support you in that. Um, so listen, guys, let's jump into those topics. I know we got a couple things that we want to spend a little bit of time on. Jam, you gonna kick it off? What's your topics? What you, which, which, what are you seeing in current events that you know you want to share your thoughts on? Well, I'm, I'll start with the high note. Um, congratulations to Serena Williams. Yes. Yay! Yes, the queen. yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's we're gonna we're gonna do what we do. How my mother would have did it. We Serena is Serena Jamika Williams. That's her middle name. That's her whole name. You're yes, a Serena Jamika Williams. You're a fucking yes, liar. No, her name is Serena <laughs> Jamika. Williams. I never knew that. Yeah. So and she's part owner of the Dodgers. That's right. right. That's right. She that's does. Wait, Jamika is her middle Jamaica name. Williams. Yo, I yes. respect the Mr. Richard. <laughs> um, 23 U.S. Opens. Amazing. I mean, yeah. she got the first one was 1999. LeBron hadn't even made it to high school yet. Wow. That's amazing. She's had, and, and how old is she again? 41? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yes. Wow. So, I mean, listen, what, can, what else can you say about that? I mean, she's, she's going, she's a Guinness Book of World Records. For a variety of reasons. Yes. yes. For yes. a variety of reasons. And rightfully so. Um, I think what she's done has just been absolutely outstanding. I do know that they did a tally of her winnings in comparison to the next four uh, stars after her in line. Of course, one being her sister, Maria Sharpova, whoever and two other people. And Serena's winnings are double even to the person in the, net, in the number two spot. She's won twice as much in her purse winnings um, than even the person in the number two spot. So I, I, I think it's amazing. I know I was watching, um, you know, some of the games. Not that I'm an avid watcher, but I knew this was a big monumental thing. And I love to see the other famous people supporting her. Yes, like absolutely. Tiger Woods was so enthralled yes, in it. Yes, like yes. he gave me life. He was like, yes. And like I could see that athlete spirit. Mm-hmm. But I also saw that he wanted her to win. Because he knows what that feels. He rallied behind yeah. her. Yeah, yes. that was amazing. Shout out to my friend Siobhan, who was at the U.S. Oh, yeah, Open. Thanks for inviting me, Vaughn. You know, all right. But I was home, you know, watching the Animal Channel. I was okay. It's no, no big deal. But I hope you, you looked beautiful. Hope you had a great time. Yeah. I got to do the same thing. Shout out to Sadiq, because Sadiq was there early this year, too. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he could have invited me. So, you know, you went on the high note. I'm going to go on the low note. You know, that's what I do. So, of course, there was a person, and I know this is not the segment where we talk about get your shit together, but this could very well fit in that category. Um, There was a man who was observed um, at the U.S. Open who was talking about all of the black people at the stadium. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you know, people of color, this is monumental for us. You know, what Serena has done and even what she might do in the future. So, of course, 
you know, I, I don't think that sometimes other people outside of the black community understand why we will rally behind certain things. Because when you've been oppressed and you've been locked out of these places for so long, a win for Serena is a win for all of yes. us. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Right? Yes. I can't hit a tennis ball for nothing. So anyway, in short, this man was on his phone. But he had his font size up to like massive. So the person that was sitting like two rows behind them had a full view of their phone, of his phone. And he wrote something to the effect, oh, you, I'm here at the you know, U.S. Open. You got to see all the black people and how they're behaving. Like, you know, saying that it wasn't, you know, we weren't worth being there. Like, we don't know anything about the sport. Tennis like, etiquette. We don't have tennis yeah. etiquette. And it was, it was in clear shot. And there was some other stuff he texted. I just, you know, I didn't read the whole thing. But I just thought it was just such in poor taste. Like, so black people don't play tennis. I think Serena whooping everybody ass for the last 20 years uh, says otherwise. But okay. You know what? So if you think about tennis, Serena, there has been... It's been very instrumental as far as the African American community. Absolutely. Other than Arthur Ashe, mm-hmm. yes. you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So her name goes out up in she the Raptors another as, level. As, as as Arthur Ashe does. Mm-hmm. So now in history books going forward, our kids, our grandkids, their they're kids, gonna know her. They're start. They're and what the other ladies out there against him, right? Was when we were yes. little out there against him. I yes. remember they had a camp in my neighborhood um, named after her. Yes. It was like a little summer camp they ran for a week to you know expose you know children of color and minorities to the tennis. But but I think that is great. What else we got? Little so little I think about when you think about not just one quick point. When you think about people like Serena and her sister Venus. Yeah, Venus amazing. As, as well, because if it wasn't for Venus, there would be no Serena. And I love that she gave her sister that respect yes. and, you know, paid homage to her sister. Um, that's, that's important. And you, you think about those sports, tennis, and then you think about golf, like Tiger mm-hmm, Woods, mm-hmm. you know. And you, you're right. You don't see people of color in those type of sports. So you have to tip your hat to them. Absolutely. They, I, think, I think our counterparts know once we get in, we take over. Yeah, we, 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 We've been known we to do that. We dominate. Yeah, and you know, just to go on to Tiger, you know, there were some golf courses that he played at mm-hmm. that were not open to people of color. Right. Like right. until yeah. he played there. Right. Um, I know I had to go on a work trip a few years back, some a couple years back, and I went to South Carolina. I wasn't super excited about it, but I did know I, there was a place I wanted to go from the Food Network. And when I got in the car service, they were taking me way out. Like I'm like, wow, usually we stay at places close to the airport or to the downtown area. This was an hour car ride from the South Carolina um, Charleston Airport. We went to a place called the Sanctuary. If you've never been to the Sanctuary, Google this place. But they play the, uh, P- it's a stop on the PGA Tour. And when we pulled up, it gave me very much gone with the wind. Massive staircases. I mean, this is, this is the most comfortable bed I've ever slept in in my life. And so they took me on a tour after the meeting, and the guy told me that at, at some point, this place, the sanctuary, did not allow black people. And Tiger Woods was one of the people that was instrumental in kind of like changing. And so, I mean, they, they allowed black people to play when he was coming there, but they didn't allow like a lot of black people to have memberships to their country club. Right. And he told me that Tiger Woods was instrumental in saying like, if you know black people can't you know be members of the club, I, I can't play that. here, no. and they made some changes. You so. know, he Tiger Woods was getting a million dollars just to show up. You don't have to play; just come and show up. 
Really? A million off rip. Because he brought value to a lot of those clubs. A lot of people join certain clubs because of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Especially people. They know he had a follow. He had a back. He had a following. And it was it was it behooved them to pay them the million to make the thirty. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it makes all the sense in the world. So shout out to Tiger. Yeah, Tiger Woods, big thing. Um. In the news this week and for the last couple of weeks, unfortunately, has been the water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. And I guess I am still shocked at how long it took to mobilize efforts to provide something as necessary as water. And this, again, is where you see this environmental oppression and environmental racism. Um, These water filtration plants in these urban areas. This is not the first time we've seen this. A couple years ago, we had Flint. And that's still going on. And that's still going on, right? So it's not in the news every day, but the water's still messed up. All those children caught lead. It was People in getting Newark. Sick. Newark. 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 The pipes were messed up um, because, you know, unfortunately, they didn't invest in these urban communities the way they did in more suburban towns. And so... Um, when are we going to address these issues? You're talking about something that people need to sustain their lives. So I think about the people who have babies, elderly people. I mean, I saw stories where women couldn't even feed their children. And so I guess I was a little disappointed that our federal government, our state and local governments, even in the neighboring towns, didn't rally the aid as quickly I saw people that I follow on social media who are content creators and who own their own small businesses. One person that I follow, and I've been following her for years, and this is one of the reasons why I follow her and I like her and I support her Her um, endeavors with Supa. Um, Linnell, she's from New Orleans. She has a, a brand called the, the, uh, the Crayon Case. She doesn't need me to promote it because it's massive. Um, but she got school buses together with one of her business partners Mm -hmm. and she just came on her social media on live. She was like, we have the water. We're ready to go to Mississippi. We don't know where to go. Tell us where to bring it. I don't understand why the U S government couldn't take two of our military planes. They couldn't make a call to Walmart. They couldn't make a call to uh, Fiji water, Poland spring, all these retailers and say, we need you to give us 100,000 cases. We need 50. We need 1,000 cases. We need this. And we need you to get them here by the day. And we load them up on the plane and get them the next day. I mean, this, this is bullshit. We're talking about water here. And it should not be that difficult in a crisis like that. Agreed. To get that water on the ground. I think it's fantastic that neighbors, people who have businesses and things like that, were doing grassroots. But it takes more than that. And I don't understand why all the taxes we pay, all the money we invest in some of these retailers, that Walmart, I'm sure they got tons of that Kirkland water sitting. Get that shit on a plane and get it to Mississippi. I, I just was very disappointed with the lack of mobilization and the lack of urgency that was being, you know, that I saw from local and, and state and federal organizations. I just was very disappointed in that. And the whole thing is all this could have been ha- all this could have been prevented. Absolutely. This was brought to the floors, brought to the years and years, years ago. ago. Years ago. Years ago. And we're talking like 
They just keep brushing it on the table, keep brushing it on the table. They've done no maintenance on the filtration plants for years, they said. And the, and the reason being is because the area that this is It's primarily in. black customers, but right? this is why, like, you know, there's a, there's a war going on in our country. And, and it's the people that are disenfranchised or suffering. Like, we, give, we pay taxes, and this is my own opinion. We're paying taxes. Well, I can say I think I'm paying taxes to pay Ukraine. Cause, well, you know, a lot cause of people are talking about that. At the end of the day, them. all of our money and financial resources are leaving the country to aid other people. And I wish it was a way we could recast our vote and be like, you know, maybe sit the, sit, sit the people in power down for a minute. But I know that's impossible to do. But you got to hold these people responsible because we voted the, the Democratic Party because they're supposed to be for the people. And then, you know, and what they'll do is they'll shift the blame and say, okay, go see your local government and let's see what they're talking about. But at the end of the day, sometimes the local government are stretched. Yeah. So who do you go to in situations like this? This is a, that's one city, but that's a national problem. It is. And that's why I feel like I believe, you know, I, I don't think there's any one political party that's, hundred percent. They all got their shit right. right. <laughs> Democrat Hillary Clinton, former candidate for presidency. That Benghazi shit, she screwed that fuck up big time. Right. Right. That's gonna go down in history on her record. You can talk about the Rodhams on 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 Capitol Hill and all that shit. The the next thing that comes up is that Benghazi shit. Right. So I think all of the political parties, they all have their flaws. Their but agendas. I believe in being a nationalist. I believe you got to take care of home first. I understand that we're a mega power in the grand scheme of things. And we do have a responsibility to help other countries. But I think we need to be a lot more selective about where we're lending our time, our talents, and especially our dollars. Especially... When you are buying weapons to fight a war and you have people right here in the United States who don't have waters, make it make sense for me, chief. It don't make sense. Mm -hmm. It don't make sense. You taking all of these billions of dollars out of our fucking country and you have people right here in the South who don't have drinking water. And then you guys know we're in Jersey. It happened right in New York. It's still going right. on. They talking about all of it. But again, What's the common thing here? It's all in underserved neighborhoods where yes. the community mm -hmm. is black, brown, yes. and red. So they had it in the wrist houses in New York. Those, they said people were catching Legionnaire's disease. Not a goofy-ass mayor. I'm sorry, Eric Adams, coming out after his uh, assistance and the people in the town, um, in, the, in the city department, saying it was a false positive. These people were sick. Now they're trying to shift the blame to the company that did the testing on the water. They're saying, oh, no, we're not finding Legionnaire's disease. We're finding something else. So now they're trying to do damage control. Right, Shame on fucking y'all. You know, it's always um, these underserved neighborhoods that are not getting quality resources and basic life resources that we need. We need water to live. But you have to think, think of the grand scheme of thing and think of the country that we live in, right? The country that we live in is always looking to get a leg up on something, right? So helping Ukraine will help them with the leg up or of whatever course. it is. And that it's oil over there. Whatever it's it is that they're trying there. to do, the bigger picture, right. as opposed to being in uh one as opposed to being in the United States. You're taking care you know of what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're taking care of home. I don't need to take care of you because we ain't get ain't nothing it's no benefit yeah. to take care of you as opposed to taking care of all these other this other country. It makes way more sense to take care of the other country. So you just know we deal with a country that's 
all about capitalism. Absolutely. You know, it's all about what was. And I get that, but I, I believe you still have to take care of your people. But, Lou, what, should, what, what topic did you see that ha- was on top of your mind this week? What was on top of my mind is um, how these rappers are being indicted for their lyrics. Mm. Mm. I they're saw being, that. They're being indicted for their lyrics. So, lyrics so they put those Rico charges on their Rico, asses. yes. They yes. Yeah. So, so Gunna and YSL, mm-hmm. just to, uh, they just scooped up, what, 12 more people just last week added to this case all because of the lyrics of their songs, right? So then I was looking at this other thing where it says um, not only these, uh, they've been victims of it, Snoop Dogg was a victim of it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, uh, 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 Takashi six nine, yes. Um, Bobby Schmurder. Oh yeah, Bobby mm-hmm. Schmurder got a Shmurda. broad deal. He you know what I'm saying? So where's the freedom of speech? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people that are out here that aren't rappers who are saying things in a terroristic way, but they're not being, being indicted prosecuted. and prosecuted and charges being brought upon them. So you know, it's a one. It's one. And, and, and I I stand a little divided on that too. You know, because if you did something and you did a crime, right? Why talk about it? Yeah. I'm yeah. from a different school of thought. Yeah. Why I, talk about it? Why even hint sense. around it? Why even I be creative problem, in a sense like I that? I think the problem in rap, these kids tend to get lost. Like, in the 90s, when you listen to, like, listen to how Hov rap. Rap, Hov gives you details. Most rappers, like when Cam and Jim Jones, all them guys rap, they just give you details. They paint a picture of a bigger scenario. They don't stick to... They too specific in these songs now. They they're actually telling you snuck they're up in the bushes, shot him in the head. And it's like, mm-hmm. and you you saying everything. So when they look at the affidavits, it's like that actually happened. You so just help, you help did, they yeah, hate the exactly. You case. might give a fake name, but you just describe everything that happened in this case, I, and I, that's what happens. I, I agree. I think um, I'm I'm not gonna be advocating for someone who has committed a crime. If you've committed a crime, I feel that that has to be punished. But where I do. Um, think that society is missing a very key point in some of these cases not all this is real life for some of these people right Mm -hmm. the poverty the drugs the guns the drug abuse it's their real life if you don't want them to rap about that shit change what their experience remove that as an experience that is the real experience for a large part of the population in the United States, if you don't want people to sell drugs, you don't want people to have drug abuse, give them better resources. It's not always just money and jobs. It's better education. It's a multi-layered solution. If you don't want to talk about people being homeless and not having a place to live, then put more affordable housing in some of these environments, right? I, I think if, if, if people are so upset about these lyrics, and I'm going to be honest, I don't like a lot of the lyrics, but I also have to be realistic. These are some people's real life. So you know the pain that's behind it? When you don't know where your next meal is coming, put more resources out there so families can put food on the table, right? Because there's a a large enough portion of the United States population that lives below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. So they don't have food. They don't have clean water. They don't have, uh, you know, affordable housing and childcare. So unfortunately, when you take all of that away from people, they're going to turn to crime. And that's what happens. But I think, but I, and, 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 and we always agree, but on Mm -hmm. this time I may have to just step on your toes. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just think that this is a choice regardless of how you live. 
because we we all grew up in and and yeah, in, we didn't have the best and, conditions, right. and it was a choice because not everybody in my neighborhood sold drugs or got shot or went to jail. That's true. There were some fair. people that worked, some people that went to school, some people that fair. did. So this is a choice that these kids made, and they're talking about their struggles. I get that. I get that, and that makes for good. You know, creativity and all that. But when you tell when you're telling specifics of That's things different, right? that you've done, yeah, you're basically telling on yourself. And then you act, you act, you got this lady Fannie Willis, who's a district attorney in oh, Georgia. She ain't, she ain't playing. You think she ain't using? She's gonna use all oh, that absolutely. against you. Absolutely. All that against you. You understand what I'm saying? So, I just think that. If you telling on yourself, then you deserve to go to jail. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. You and I think one of the problems to 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 lose point. Um, I I agree with both of you guys. I think we all had choices. We grew up in we grew up in some messed up conditions, but at the same time, they make it seem like everybody, every rapper, had to think that in order for me to get on, I had to sell drugs. And they don't understand that a lot but it's of been uh, glorified. I know, and that's what you're saying. So, and the so record they make labels it, have compensated yeah. from that. No, exactly. So they make it so is that when a person gets a deal, majority of the cats never had a criminal record until they got a record deal. And so now they decide, oh, I got this hundred thousand, hundred thousand dollar check. I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna get with these guys, and I'm gonna flip it. And now I'm gonna sell drugs. And it's like, and that's Good idea. because they think that that's what you have to do to be accepted in the music business. But then you have to think, and Shalene, you just touched up on it. It's glorified, right? It yeah. So think about even back in the day, uh, 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 people thought Tupac was the most realist because he he got shot. Yeah. Uh, five times. Five times. Then you get Fifty Cent to come on the scene. He been shot nine, nine times. Okay. You know, and and then when you hear those things and how. People get behind them. Oh, he the realist, da 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 da. And then you got, and when they came out, you figured these 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 guys now they were kids, kids. babies. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yes. So they're listening to how this is being glorified. So when they get to an age where they can say that piece, they're saying that they piece, and they're living it. Not only did, are they saying that piece, they're yeah. living it yeah. because that's, that's the, that was the formula that the, got them on. The crazy yeah. thing is, that may have been their life before they became famous, but these guys now, they're continuing to do that while they're famous. Yeah. I thought the plan was to, to get on, to get out of yeah. that situation. Right, nah, they, reverse, yeah. not, not, not see, get a get, life sentence. You, you get clowned <laughs> for trying to move away. Remember how hard people were on yeah. Jay-Z? But anyway. Hey, guess what? Jay-Z, regardless, so you can say what you want about him, he doesn't have a record. <laughs> he never been arrested. Wow. Never well, been at arrested. Least, at least convicted. Not convicted. Yeah. Jam, what you got, current event? Um, still dealing with this police brutality. Like, you know, we don't... Um, in, in, in the community now... I mean, right now you see the Caucasian guy got um, assaulted by the police officers. Yeah, that's and got need and I mean like he was out by Target or something like that I think One of those so stores, yeah. yeah and I just think like you look at the the training police, I, I don't understand where's the psyche evaluation at I don't understand because there's a psyche valve before you get the job right so once you get the job is there some criteria where maybe a year in you got to go back and be self, you know, evaluated I again. I, I don't understand it because then when you hear the record, oh, this guy was a, he was a solid officer, you know, a very nice guy. How can how can somebody have 
good reviews in that way and then do something so heinous like a George Floyd situation. It don't be a one-time so, thing. I no, think, I, and I and understand so, that. So in a lot why. of these cases where we see the police brutality, when they start to dig in their record, there's a long history that of they them don't tell inappropriate yeah. misconducts. It don't be one-offs. There's some rare cases where it's a one-off, but in most cases, when they, they, they've been brought up by IA and mm-hmm. other authorities looking into them, mm-hmm. and a lot, mean, misconduct, they, a lot of misconduct. A lot of misconduct. The officer fist fighting a was the girl 17 it was a she was a teenager right well, that was the in girl. new york right yeah, yeah I saw like that. he's punching he's actually punching a girl in the face knocked her out i'm like that makes no sense at all that's, that's that crazy. makes no sense and still have your job and all you're giving is desk duty mm-hmm. for a while and then you back on the street here's what i have to say the police force you are the professional you should be well, you're deemed to be the professional yes. in that situation. Right. None of them act like it. No. They don't. They do not act like the professional. Not in the urban areas. Not I'm not, everything that they do is discretion. Like they, it's their discretion to like say, okay, let me give them a ticket. Right. Or let me just give them give a, a, warning, and walk a warning or whatever, whatever. It's discretional. They take it too far. They do. Mm-hmm. They take it way too far. And listen, I want to be fair. I know the police have a very important job to do. Yes. And I do not want to downplay tough. the importance yes. or the tenacity that you need to have to be effective in that job. But I have seen, and I'm sure we all can attest to that, and I don't want to start giving all these personal accounts, where they are very creative of when they use what you said, that discretion. discretion. Yeah. I've seen cases beyond cases in social media where people have weapons they are attacked. I saw one video where the guy had a sword and he was attacking the police with it. They never shot this guy. They, and then when they did, they used the little rubber bullets mm-hmm. to yeah. disarm him. Yeah. But then you see all these other cases where they use this aggressive force. I mean, a 17-year-old is unacceptable. And to hit her in the face like that, yeah. you could have knocked her eye socket out. You could have broke Absolutely. her jaw. Absolutely. It was the one guy who uh, um, the police were trying to apprehend him. He was... a in the in the wheelchair, in the motorized wheelchair. Yeah. And they shot and killed this guy. Yeah. Cause he kept rolling. Yeah. He wasn't wow. gonna get far. Like that's ridiculous. Shot. You could have shot one of his tires, but you <laughs> shot him. Like yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. They just go wait. They just do. And again, to your point, yes, they have a very tough job. They have a very very tough job. But you knew what you were getting into when you signed yeah. on. Yeah. When you and took that sign-on bonus, you knew what you was getting. getting so I think it's important, and I'm a, I think Jam said this, and you correct me and keep me honest here. Um, that's why you have to have better relations with the police and the communities that yes. they police, right? Yes. We need to have more town halls. You need to live yes. and work in the neighborhoods you that you police, right? Right. I, I mean... I, if you don't know who the neighborhood people are, you're gonna not saying that you gotta treat certain people different, but you know you should know who lives in the neighborhood. You should know who the troublemakers are. You should know all of that so that mm-hmm. you can kind of use that level of discretion. Oh, don't. that's 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 Lubim, Lord Lubim. He's always drunk on his lawn. He's harmless. Because Turn the sprinklers on him and wake him up. But but to be treating people. In less than humane manners, I just think that's unacceptable. And because the unfortunate part is, and this is just my own assumption, is that they actually learn us from television. Through in music some cases, and in some cases, you know, some cases, by, I think that's by the way we're dressed, um, the our body language, 
I think if an officer actually grew, um, I guess, had relationships with the community, you would address people as an individual and yeah. not as a group. But what about those? There are a few cops that did grow up in the community. Yeah, hold it. That the biggest Sometimes dick. they the biggest well, you know, offenders. The biggest dick I, I, ever. I, yes. I mean, you're right. You know, I've experienced that. Officer Perry I, and Nook. I have that went to high school with ever. me. I have experienced that. Whack and, as hell. And it's sad because, and it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be you, the problem. It could be somebody, or it could have been a friend that you hung out with and you just inherited it, you know, in, yeah. in some cases. Because I know in my case, that's exactly what it was. Well, listen, let's not beat that thing to death because I know we have a couple other topics. No, we should beat this shit to death. We could, then let's, do, niggas, an these let's these do an episode on it. Let's do an episode on it. Let's do an episode on it. But listen, y'all tap in. Let us know. Jam, where they could hit us up if they want to hear a full episode. Go on vocal at gmail.com. G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. Listen, one of the current... I have two that's pressing on my heart and my mind and I, I know I may not get a lot of support on at least one of them, but something that's near and dear um, no to me. No coupons at Saks Fifth Avenue? No coupons this week. <laughs> <laughs> Time to pay the school tuition. I am sitting down until my birthday, which is in November, guys. Um, Queen Elizabeth II, who was the reigning monarch for 70 years. She passed away this week, and I was flab, and I was very sad. I did cry. Um, Why, I went oh, to school together? No, I'm not 90. Um, should <laughs> school my mother? Psych, like, no. <laughs> like, psych, mom. Psych, my mom's going to kill me. Now you know she um, watches the show. And she comments every <laughs> week. She will get you. Um, you know, I was... This, you know, I've always had this fascination. And I guess this is something that I grew up with as a little girl of that princess fairy tale. So I have all the Princess Diana books in my house. Mm. You know, I've always loved the monarchy. Again, I'm looking at it from the lens of a child, right? There's a queen and there's this the royalty. Era. The yes, and all the pomp and circumstance. And, you know, my friends, if any of them are watching, Jen, and we do have friends who are Dom and Victoria, the Neeson family, who are from, who are British, who are lived and raised their families there, and they're now U.S. citizens. Um, they knew I cried when I finally got the chance to go to London because it was so near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, like I cried in front of Buckingham Palace. So this was like, wow, she's been the queen my whole life. And I, like, I know I felt like they were family. I know I'm American. I'm a proud American, proud American, right? <laughs> I know they would never have me in, in, in the U.K., but I felt sad, right? And but I was very surprised at how vocal people were making a mockery of this woman yeah. dying. I, I, I don't care, right? You don't have to agree with the monarchy and the sovereign and that whole institution, right? Mm -hmm. But this is William and Harry's grandma. Yes. And someone lost a family member. I was a little disappointed. Wasn't that Princess Diane? It's her mother-in-law. Mother yeah. Mother -in -law. Um, so people were making a mockery of that. But, but I do, you know, feel for the royal family and the loss of Queen Elizabeth. And I think what she did and how she stepped into that role was amazing. She was just such a young woman. She was thrown into that when her father died. Her father became the king um, because his brother abdicated the throne to go chase a, a woman who had been divorced and you know you can't do that right, right. so um it thrust her into that i just thought that was amazing because some people could have shied away from her and say hey i don't want it pass it to my sister but she stepped up so i i thought that was amazing but now a lot of people are on the hot seat with their employers because they spoke so negatively about it mm. you know people were getting well, 
People kill me with this shit, right? Let me just have my angry moment for <laughs> everybody's so fucking woke. And we're such known authorities. Motherfucker, y'all Googling shit. You don't, you don't know about this. Now everybody's throwing this term around colonizers. Is it true? Um, there's definitely some true. We know the British Empire, where they would go in and conquest and take over shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're only down to 14 countries because people are becoming independent and running state wide organizations. I get that. But every country has done it. America has done it. Continue AK- to do it. Yes. AKA the transatlantic slave trade. Uh-huh. Hence the reason why me and my family are so dark, right? So like cut that shit out. Like throwing this these loosely using these terms like you've studied this uh history. So what? Uh, cut your shit out. Now one person puts colonizer up there and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon but some people um, even some uh, famous people, one of them is a comedian that I, I follow. I bet you that shit's going to come back and, and bite her ass and uh, bite her in the ass when, it, when NBC sees all that negative shit she put up there. They're going to cut her coins. <laughs> um, one, one is a professor at one of the universities. The university, um, what they, they saw what she put on her social media. They got her ass on administrative leave. Wow. And so I struggle with that a little bit because what you do in your personal life, shouldn't filter over mm-hmm. but she was very very negative about that and I, I apologize um she was very apologetic but I, I was very surprised how people were making a mockery of that so I think I think wait so know. did you have tea parties I did and took them very serious I t- costumes and all and I actually did the same thing with my daughter so I had the London experience with my daughter because I wanted to share it with her yeah but I think you should have I think you should have be one free. next week welcome I think you should be no. free to say okay. what you feel about situations. No scones like for you. Oh, scones! I'm there. Oh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> now you want to come? I think you should be free to to express how you feel about the situation. I don't unless it's uh, my you thing know, is I don't care. I don't care that you express it, but don't be fake about it. Well, like here's my don't, point. don't just because Jam says it now. I want to jump on the bandwagon. as long as as long as it's not a threat. You know anything like that? Um, I think you should feel if if you're if you're a supporter of that if you like you you love the queen, and that's fine. There are people that don't. Right. I think you should and be able to express it respectfully. Oh, it wasn't be, respectful. That's what I'm saying because I, but you still should be able to have a right to short, you know, what you feel. Her her commentary was. I heard she died. Why are black people sad? All the lands and conquests that they've done. I hope her death was slow and yes, excruciating. I think that's too much. Yeah, that's, 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 I, I think probably, that's too much. That she, she that's out. hateful. Yeah. That's hateful. She I don't give a fuck if you don't agree with the monarchy and the sovereign and all that. That's your right. But that to say personal. all of that, I think that's, that's they even, crazy. They're really taking shots at... Um, What's the, the Merkel? What's the girl? The, Meghan Markle? Yeah, they taking shots at her. Like, <laughs> you know what that. I'm saying? I mean, it's going to get interesting. So I I recognize what the queen has done. But, you know, I but was disappointed. The fact that you said that they felt like family. I need you to relax. I mean, <laughs> I, I recognize I'm not family. But, like, I've watched this, this family, this royal family in my entire life. I remember have, yeah. when I was in elementary school when Princess Diana... And mm-hmm. Prince Charles got married. married that was yeah. major news. They, 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 they cut they our blocked, school day. Yeah, they blacked out all the major They brought the TVs yeah. in. And all I kept remembering, and I said this on the show, is, wow, she's so pretty. Why is her dress so wrinkled? Mm. <laughs> the dress was so wrinkled. But, Lou, go ahead. Let me punt over to you because I want to make sure we get through all of our topics. Well, no, my, I don't have another topic. Okay. Well, so, I, yeah. what we want well, what we want to do is we do, you know, this. being that this is the week, 
football has been started and we're right now currently 9-11. Yes. So oh, yeah. We, we yeah, that was our topic. To, that was the other topic that was on my mind. To, um, shout out to the families. Um, the yes. Over 3,000 people yes. lost their lives yes. on 9-11. Um, it's been 21 years. Wait, do you know where you were when... It, when... I did. That's what yeah, I wanted us to talk about. I, but, but Jam introduced it. He stole my shit, so I'll let him go ahead. I think um, when that actually yes. happened... I was um I, I was in the house um with the trucking business at the time and I had to t- for whatever reason normally I don't turn the TV on when I'm in the office so but I just had it on and I actually could not believe what I was seeing mm-hmm. and it really like I thought I was in the twilight zone like and it was just looping and mm-hmm. I, I I was it was a little bit of fear but oh, then at, but at the same time I felt like I needed to be doing something like who can I help I mean. It was, that was a helpless moment. Then I had loved ones who was in the city at the time at, when it actually happened because a family member actually worked in, in one of the towers. Oh, really? Yes. And oh, so wow. needless to say, I was not able to contact her that whole day because cell phone lines were down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a scary moment. And, you know, again, my prayers forever go out to the families and yeah. friends and everybody who lost somebody. I think for me, I do remember to answer your question. I was at work. I worked in one gateway city, which is a big um, corporate center in the North New Jersey area. It's connected to the Penn Station. So there's a lot of people coming and going. But what's more important about Gateway One is they have part of the FBI in there. So anywhere the FBI or those federal facilities are, Mm -hmm. were potential targets. Mm -hmm. And I was on the 26th floor, which was Ah. the top floor. They locked all the elevators, all the lights got done. They ran all the power to all of the floors that had the FBI, and they got them out first. And so, again, shout out to my mom. I was in the office as an administrative assistant, so I was on deck to answer the phone. My mom kept calling me, mm-hmm. and I thought that it's not completely unusual, but my mom sounded very hurried on the phone. And she was like, I need you to leave work. I need you to leave work. And I'm like, why? Are you paying me for the day? And she said, there's a problem in New York. They're you know, she was she she magnified. Not that there was uh, what she said was wrong. She said they're blowing up buildings in New York, and I need you to leave. Mm. And she said I need you to go get your brothers. I need you to get the kids, and I need you to leave. And so it sounded so incorrect. Alarming. Yeah. And I sat behind a really big window that might have been about fifteen feet wide. All I had to do was turn around because I had a clear line into the city, and I saw the smoke. And I literally panicked. I panicked. And that's how I knew the elevators and shit wasn't working. So now I'm collecting my things. Like something is wrong. Something is wrong. You probably never walked down 26 flights ever again. Are you kidding me? That's when I hit the button and they said they've stopped all the power. So now everybody's coming out of the offices and they're realizing something's going on. So now they put all the TVs on. These people sat and watched that. I, the first thing that came to my mind is I have to get my kids. I need to be with my family. I had to get my family. And I, I, my nephew, his mom was a couple days ahead of having him. And my friend at the time, she was due to have her baby every day. And she's from New York. And they frequented New York. And her mom worked in New York school system. All I could think about is where are these girls who are about to have these babies? Mm-hmm. And I got to get my kids. And I just remember getting to the school. 
and I was just so panicked. And I've, I've always felt safe in the United States, and I did not feel safe. I didn't know what to do because I had never experienced an emergency. And I just remember being so crippled with fear, like, yeah. I got to get mm-hmm. my mom. I got to get my kids. I have to get my, my friends. Um, so my heart goes out to those people who were lost and their families who remain. I applaud you for keeping their memories um, keeping their memories alive. And one of my friends on my Facebook, um, Chrissy, she always, I, I have to check my social media, she always tells the story of how her life would have been taken had she not been late for work. She worked in one of the towers. Absolutely. And that, that just sticks in my heart. But again, I know I've taken up a lot of the time. Lou, I want to punt over to you. Um, I was at work. Um, what were you working at the time? Uh, downtown Newark at a... Uh, one of the facilities, right? Mm-hmm. So I was doing assessment on this kid. And as I just finished up the... Uh, I, I, so I did the assessment with the kid by itself, and then I had to go out and get his parent. Mm-hmm. So when I was going out to get his parent, I heard that the, a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. So I'm like, damn, a plane crashed into the... Like, damn, the palace is wild. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I go back in, I do the, finish the assessment with the kid and his parent. And get them on their way, get them set up to come to, you know, to, to the program and stuff like that. And then when, I, when I'm done with them, now the second plane has hit. Wow. And now things are just like, it's crazy. Because we were listening to it on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, oh, what's going on? And so then you turned on the TV. It didn't hit me until, like, when I was able to see the skyline. Okay. And then you could see that cloud. It made smoke. it real for you. I'm like, whoa, like, what's going on? And then now, you, now you're now you locked into the news all day. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. seeing, like, uh, just horrible footage of people trying to get away yeah. and stuff like that. And one of my aunts, actually, she worked in, and thankfully, she's late for everything, you know? <laughs> and luckily, she didn't make it into into to the the office that day because she too would have probably been a victim of, of this tragedy yeah. that happened on that day. I so. just felt, I just remember feeling so vulnerable, yeah. right? I think we take it for granted in the United States, you know, that we're safe. We, right. we feel like we're a safe country, mm-hmm. but that shit like got into the pit of my stomach. Like I know I didn't work for like a week. Um, and I remember by the time I got home and this is not to make a mockery of anything. Once I got my children, I started to, f- collect myself a little bit, but I was, you know, I knew my mom was on my way. My, my thing was, we need to get food. You would not believe how packed the fast food places were. The lines were out the freaking door. Yeah. People were trying to hoard food and water because we just really didn't know what to happen. So I think even in the 21 years that, you know, this is, this uh, 21 years ago this happened, I don't think we're any better prepared now than we yeah. were then. I think mm-hmm. we're even more exposed because I don't know what we would do if something major like that was happening again. We still haven't equipped normal citizens to prepare themselves and how to act. Where do you go? Right. I just feel like I, I would have to figure it out. I still don't feel like I'm any less vulnerable or not even more educated on how to handle a situation. I think about places like California that has tornado, I mean, earthquakes and all of that. Like, I feel like they prepare their citizens because you live in a geographic region where that's when bound happens, to happen. Yeah. So, you know, 
I literally don't know where a bomb shelter you know is in like, my neighborhood. Like even in Florida, like, hurricane, hurricanes. Yeah. hurricanes you, you know what though? I think, do you know where a bomb shelter or no, safety place is in sign, your neighborhood? I see the signs where they have the little the triangle sign there telling you bomb fallout shelter, bomb shelter. I, I still don't know where it is. Do you know where one is? I think I. Uh, I want to. I want to say the place where we're um, scheduled to vote. Okay. Is where at least you they have, have some the, idea. They do have the sign up. If you pay, if you, anybody so like recognizes that sign, they have it. Yeah, the place but in you know, my neighborhood is a senior citizen rec center. Yeah, they usually have them. You think that's where the fall? They have them. Yeah, they they have the signs. It's a sign up that tells you it's one of those signs you really don't pay attention to. But if you look at it, it says it. But if you get to the police station in my neighborhood, City Hall, all that is in just one big plaza. Yeah. So you're going to get an answer in there. Even if you went into the library, you're going to get an answer. You know what I'm saying? But I think what happens is this country has a big ego. So we always, we walk and talk and take a lot of things for granted. So I think it's not too far-fetched to believe that the government doesn't take anything for granted either. So, and that's why we got touched in the way that we did. I just think that, um, you know, that that could roll into a bigger situation with the talk about immigration. Because a lot of that, had we had stronger immigration, then people would have never made it into, into this country. But I just feel like citizens, the average citizen isn't more educated or no. prepared after a major incident like 9-11. We should know more. We should be better prepared. So that's something, you know, that we need to take account of. But listen, we've used a lot of our time. But, to but talk just, about- all, all it did was we just held up longer at the airport at TSA because <laughs> of... Yeah. That's, that's it, it, right? Those were major changes that happened after 9-11, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but listen, we've used a lot of our time talking about current events. We've tried to bring you guys things that have been happening... Excuse me, over the last week. But listen, fellas, if you have to get your shit together, you got a couple minutes, roll through it. Real quick, uh, Tiffany Haddish and uh, Aries Aries Spears. Aries Spears. That video was so whack. Get your shit together. Get your, my get your shit together is going out to my wife. Um, we went, um, got invited to a birthday party, got dressed to the nines, um, went to the party, went to somebody's party, got in there. Um, found out we were not. We were in the right place. We were the wrong day. The party was the day before. Get your shit together, babe. That's terrible. So you was a day late. A day and late. Fifteen dollars short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needed to say, you know, they did. T- we did do photo ops. The yeah. day late. Listen, my get your shit together goes out to former President Donald J. Trump. That's my uh, boy. That's your boy. Um, now he's getting his lawyers and his legal team <laughs> to try to defend the warrants that were executed. Um, get your shit together, bro. There was a video I just saw with him loading a private plane with with thousand documents. He's like, y'all ain't getting arrested. This shit. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're coming for him because they got Steve Bannon's ass mm-hmm. now. So they mm-hmm. get ready. They get and like shout out to. Uh, attorney, New York Attorney General Letitia James, she is not taking her foot off the pedal. Mm-hmm. She coming for him. I think yeah. that I think she's not going to retire or move on because I know at one point she had her eyes on the governor role. She's not leaving that post until she personally gets his ass. So you know, you know, Trump, he's slipperier than a gas station mop boy. So he getting uh-huh. out of here. <laughs> a gas station mop. But listen, people, thanks for staying tapped in with us this week. We want to hear from you. Shout out to the people that have been tagging us and listening. 
And we're going to be having some great shows coming, coming up for you guys. So don't forget, you can find us on Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google, Spotify, Our Hot Radio. Anywhere that you stream your music and videos from, you can find the Going Vocal Squad. So don't forget to check in. And good luck with all your teams this season. Yeah, good luck. Big Blue, baby. Big Blue. The cheetah is, is in South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dak. We waiting for you, bro. Dak, you already know what's going to happen. Eliminate it. And on that note, <laughs> it's your man, Jam C. What up? It's your girl, Shamae. It's your boy, Lord Lou Bim. And we out, baby. Peace. 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 Tune in to the Pod Squad.